Look up there in the sky. It's a bird. A plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. writer one artist one fortnightly discussion of comics nerd culture i'm your host robbie dorman literature geek and writer and i'm your other host eric z goodnight professional artist and illustration nerd and we are the handsome boys comics hour you for news reviews slightly antagonistic banter much much more it's episode 279 happy new year uh hey Aspites. uh no book club this week because we are handing out handies mm. once again we do it every year it's the eighth annual award show the Handsome Boys Comics Hour, the handies, when you give out awards for the best, the worst, and all the in-betweens in comic books the past year, even though the time... Even though. Even the time has kind of lost all meaning, and I, as I was looking at our awards and their nominations, I'm like, did we read yeah. this? Same. Same. How did we read? This was Supposedly, that? we d- that did was... read Witch, Witch Hat Atelier in we, 2020. We did. And it feels like we we read it in 1995. It was it it really did. It feels like a long time ago. No, 2020 was a hundred years long. <laughs> yes, it was a bit much. Uh, but that's later on. We have uh, our our normal stuff to get through first, and we're going to start us off with our first segment. It is time for Flabby's Fortnightly. Flabby's Fortnightly is part of the show where Eric and I read a selection of the past couple weeks' books, tell you to buy or do not buy them. There's a mush meter. It goes from one to five. You're feeling mushy. Our first book is X-Men number 16, written by Jonathan Hickman, Art, Phil Noto, Clayton Cow's Letters. Um, I sent you a panel uh, from this comic book mm-hmm. of uh, Mr. Of, of my, my Mr. man. Mr. Magneto, that's my, his name. My, right? man, my man, Mr. Magneto, mm-hmm. talking about what was the point of Exoswords? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Mr. Magneto, you have a point there. Yeah, he had a point about there being no point. He did. Uh, there it is. There it is. This is there he is, looking all Phil Notoey. He did. He does look all looking Phil Notoey. Looking straight at the camera. Yeah, there's a lot of nine panel grids with people staring at the camera. That's the best way to do a comic. It is. I mean, it's not the only pages on the comic book. To be fair, I'll give him that. But it is a lot of talking. It is a lot of fallout of extra swords. A lot of um, the island of Araco. Having some, having a sit down with Krakoa, and the island's going, nope, we're not friends. I know the Axe of Swords tournament was all about this, but nah, never mind. <sighs> what, is, what is that, Eric? How are you feeling? It's fine. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. There's a weird, weird eyeball monster. It gets killed. It's cool. That the, the islands make tree men. That's, that's they, cool. That's how they talk. Yeah, they 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 make ants, similar looking ants. I mean, they were once connected, so you'd think they would look, you know, sort of similar. One ant, two ant, red ant, blue ant. Um, I mean, Douglas did get married. I guess that is that is the difference. It's like, oh, I got married. That's the thing mm-hmm. that happened. Um, he's he's got a, a a beast of a wife that's not on this issue. No. 
Um, yeah, they couldn't afford her fee, I guess. I, they, they did not want to pay for travel. Uh, True. The we I think the the big if you want to go anything miss a revelation is the fact that they are reforming a proper X Men team, um, and it's gonna get uh, there's gonna be an election. Everyone's gonna mm-hmm. vote. We uh we we know that there's democracy is foolproof. Who okay I want uh, Eric I want one member of the X Men you think is gonna get voted in. Oh goodness, um, I can't even imagine what this stupid curveball is gonna be. Um, I don't know. You think someone, someone like Beast or someone with some, some, um, leadership skills, someone like, uh, Storm, I can't, I, I, it's going to be someone, it's going to be someone completely that doesn't make sense. It's going to be crazy. I just know it's going to be batshit insane. My pick of one of my, I don't know, obviously, there, I don't know how many, I don't you know how many people are going to be on the team, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say Nightcrawler's in there. Mine got. Mine got. Um, are you by? Um, I'm, I'm in a tough position here because I, honestly, I liked this. Um, it does advance plot. It does, like, it, it, it feels like, like, I feel like things that, that are happening here, like, they mean something to the overall story of this like i'm I'm invested but like i like this is this is a this is like a chapter one or two in a trade issue this is not an issue that i need to own there's nothing like i want to buy a floppy about this that's motivating me to buy um so i guess i'm 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 like a conflicted no uh despite liking it i don't know what's what's your position I don't know. I feel like I am suffering like an excess swords hangover mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'm like, you made me read all those comic books and you promised more and I didn't really feel like I got it. And now I'm like, this is a perfectly, a perfectly fine issue. You know, yeah. I think it, it does advance plot. It does advance the character. The, I, I'm interested in what's happening, but it is For one sure. of those set up issues where it's just like, it doesn't have the big beats in it. It's more like very subtle, soft stuff. I'm also upset that my boy apocalypse is gone and mm-hmm. uh for now for now but i he won't be gone he won't he can't possibly be gone for long no he's what he, he was, was he was too integral to the to the story um for them to he'll have his own arc shortly i am sure i just he was one of the the my favorite parts of this particular book is his oh yeah he's been he's been awesome from from day one on this hickman run um i don't know i'm gonna say i'm a very mushy buy on this i'm gonna that's re- reflect my feelings i'm a mush meter four i'm a buy yeah i'm 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 tipped over to a no i can't i can't in good conscience say go buy this this is an issue that i mean and granted like this is nice looking phil noto art the painting's beautiful there's good reasons to buy this but in general like you can pick up what's in this book in a tweet two tweets covers everything that's happening in here like it you don't need to you don't need to experience this book it's a split decision on x-men number 16 of the much Reader four next up is avengers number 40 written uh we'll see by jason aaron and javier garon colors david curio letters Corey pettit so we just saw a bunch of x-men fighting it out Mm-hmm. mutants fighting it out so that they 
do the like a for the good of mutantdom and now all the Avengers and mutants are fighting it out to be the Phoenix or not to be the Phoenix the Phoenix you know the Phoenix just Phoenix just, just Phoenix Phoenix it's just Phoenix Phoenix yeah, Force. say Phoenix I gotta be honest if someone pulled a computer cable out of my brain I would fuck them up that does not look pleasant nah it's probably not a good feeling I I I don't know like you know like I feel bad when I turn my computer off without doing the shutdown sequence <laughs> you know it's like it's like you got to click eject yeah on the cable and oh, then you can remove of course. it only when you only when you write to the disk though did you know that I didn't. when you read the disk it doesn't matter I'm, you can just yank it what it about it really doesn't matter I mean what about this cable that's attached to Black Panther though um uh, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how uh, brains work as removable storage. Fair enough. Uh, how do you feel about about this comic book where the, a lot of dudes are fighting over the phoenix or or fighting over phoenix? I I kind of had a good time with this. Like it's 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 Doctor Doom and Captain America on fire, beating the shit out of each other, and Cap winning by jobbing to to Doctor Doom. I don't know, man. Like I like the characterization of of uh, of Cap in this. I kind of like this ugly Liefeldian costume that he's in. Um, That's what the Phoenix Force does to you. Yeah, it makes you. It makes you. Uh, it makes you look like Supreme. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Story of the year, baby. Um, Namor. Namor's like Okada. I want the trunks back. I want the trunks back. Short pants pop enters its second year. I don't know. I like his bare-chested himbo look. I mean, he's a himbo no matter what. Fair enough. I that's... love that. That's just that's just part of the discourse now. It's just it's just it's part of the vernacular. I think so. I'm I am I think I agree with you. This is fun. Yeah, uh, it looks great. Um, I think my own it's a nit here nitpick. I'm gonna have one nitpick. Mm. Caps Pick a, those nits. Caps a little too wordy for me. Uh, but other than that, I'm I like I like the yeah like you said Cap wins by losing by Doom mm -hmm. going I don't Doom's like no I I know what's I see what's happening here I I forfeit I think that's interesting and it's it's in it's it's in his character I think Jason Aaron, Jason Aaron's he's good at that kind of thing yeah um, he's also good at putting Orb the eyeball guy in comic books I. I think that's uh, here. Also, how are the ducks in there? Uh, oh, where the fuck I have to see this? How are the ducks at? standing on the is table? He on that same panel. He's yeah. He's in. There double. he is. Oh my god. How are the ducks in the I was, double? I dinosaur? was distracted by by uh, Captain Adam motherfucker here. What is this guy's name? I forget. Hyperion. That's Hyperion. Okay. Yep. And fucking Shaun of the She Devil. Mm -hmm. Is that who that is? That is who that is. The fucking okay. Valkyrie, Luke this Cage, is... Night Hawk, Night whatever. That's Night Owl. Night Owl, yeah, Night Owls on this. There's giant sized man thing. Black Knight. Mm -hmm. I don't know why <laughs> these all these people are gonna be in the Phoenix Force. I guess they're all gonna be Phoenix. Uh, I mean, but, this, sure. this could be fun. I can't, don't know. Can't wait for Eyeball Man to be uh, a Phoenix. Eyeball guy. I'll, I'll call him what I want. Thank you very much, Jason Aaron. Okay, whatever, I'm, man. I'm a buy. Yeah, yeah, I think so. There's there's a lot of fun stuff going on here, so I think it's it's um it's worth it. It's worth your time. 
It's worth it. You know, just 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 don't don't with that. Mm-mm. You it's your fault. I know it's my fault. You're in charge. You this. can't you can't just spring spring our pillow talk on people. This is how we'll buy Avengers number forty. Next up, King in Black colon Iron Man slash Doctor Doom number one, written by Christopher Cantwell, Art Salvador Laraca, colors Guru FX, letters Travis Lanham. Christopher, not a Nazi Cantwell. I, I, I'm, I'm every time Eric, I just wait for you to say it. At this point, someone needs to say it. Yep. I'm trying to defend. <laughs> I like Chris Cantwell's writing. I want to defend him. Um, You're the only person who ever brings up the Nazi. You know, that's okay. People need to remember that there were Nazis and that this one cried because Nazis are weak, pitiful people that just want to hurt people. Speaking of... Everyone remember that. Speaking of weak, pitiful people, Santa Claus is in this comic book. He's not. He's, he's a mighty magic man. Just Don't you believe in me? That's a ten, I was a 10 U.S. segue. Uh, this, is, yeah, this book is Dr. Doom and Iron Man fighting Santa Claus. A venomized, I, I, a venomized I, Santa Claus. Yeah. This was definitely a, 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 a classic what is this, I can't even moment um, reading this book. And I, it's, I, it's not like I didn't even enjoy it. It was weird and funny. And it really, it felt exactly like one of those sitcom, uh, you know, where they, they're like, they, they have some plausible reason why this person... Santa Claus. Santa Claus is around. Oh, yeah, it's it was a Santa, it's, Santa Claus. It's a guy who. But there's like, how did he know? And there's like a sleigh bell sound off off the the off offset. And then a, oh a, a in a, in a the Christmas, magic of Christmas. A Christmas present floats down from the heavens and lands in mm-hmm. in Tony Stark's hands. Yep. And then and then um, Santa gets in his sleigh with Ernest P. Worrell. And they, they, uh, and they fly away. I'm you're just to- gonna let Ernest P. Worrell hang there. I, I don't know how. I don't know what. I don't know how to engage with Ernest discourse. You just, at you, this just point. you just say, "I know what you mean, Vern," and then just scoot past it. Eric, can I tell you something? What did what what something? Tell I, me. I don't like any of the Ernest movies. Well, it's because they're not they're not good. Okay. Um, but that like. I I was just stupid enough when they were all, like I have not watched any of them like literally any of them, um, but they are just like classic bad kids movies. How about I Ernest goes to Africa? I have not even heard of that one. That was a the straight, ones that, that was are the clearest in video. My, the ones that are the clearest in my mind. Ernest saves Christmas, which I think is is I think is legitimately in terms of Christmas movies a pretty decent Christmas movie. Um, and then there's Ernest Scared Stupid, which also is bad, but for a kid's horror movie, I think it's pretty good. And then there's Ernest Goes to Camp, which I liked because they built a weird, like, Home Alone Rube Goldberg machine tank. And that was, like, the coolest thing in the world to me when I was a kid. Okay. So, how do you feel about it? You would, would you recommend this comic book where Santa Claus is, becomes a venom? It is, it is really stupid. And it is, it is the, I think it is the Ernest Saves Christmas uh of 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 widescreen comics in 2020 um i kind that this is it's so stupid it has tipped over into the i like it territory so i think yes this is legitimately a book that 
I would have in a long box or a shelf of comics and I would be like, look at this weird shit and show it to people, you know? Um, yeah, I, I think this is stupid enough that I like it. I, <laughs> maybe that's what it comes down to is do you, do you like, do you, do you think, do you not, do you like Ernest Saves Christmas, but do you think Ernest Saves Christmas is a good Christmas movie? And Robbie uh, is a bitter husk of a man. I'm again, I hates everything. I've, so he doesn't like this book. I've never watched the entirety of Ernest Saves Christmas. So I, I I'm honestly, not going to say it's not, it's not good. I would say I would, I would, it's, I don't know. It's basically the same film as Elf. Have you seen Elf? I have seen people talking about Elf. I've seen clips of Elf. <laughs> you fucking, you're such a Scrooge. Such an Ebenezer Scrooge. I've watched, I've watched parts. I've never said I'm not cool. I like, you're not cool. I want I've, you to know that. I've watched parts of Elf. It, Elf, okay, I'll hear it. Elf has been on Well, I've been around it, but I, I won't say I've actually sat down and watched the whole thing from beginning to end. I think that would be dishonest if I said that. I think Elf is also a good Christmas movie. I don't Christmas doubt- movie being a genre of films that are bad on purpose. <laughs> I think, I don't know. How many films have you watched that are bad on purpose? Thousands. Not thousands. And then you're like, oh, you haven't seen that movie, Eric? What are you oh talking my God. about? You spent your, you spent your 20s making artwork instead of watching every movie? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I've never said that in my life. You're just making things up. And I watch most. I I stopped watching bad movies. Now I only do it when I have to. I'm forced to by podcast. <laughs> at this point, yeah. <laughs> I don't watch bad stuff anymore. I only do it for a living. <laughs> well, I you know it's. Not, I don't enjoy it here. About how about that? I don't do it for fun. I. I'm really torn on this comic book. You can tell I'm trying to waffle, and then we're just talking about Christmas movies. Well, I think I think I've really captured it. You're you're a curmudgeon that hates that hates I, Christmas. Here, I think my problem with this is its connection to an event. I think ultimately that's what's catching up on me. I don't think that matters at all. Like it, this is this is this could be stupid and disconnected from anything. Like I just think that it's amazing. It it feels it feels like the middle act of a literally a christmas movie like oh man the christmas force is dying iron man and dr doom are gonna save christmas i wish there was a christmas source i would i would like this more it'd be fantastic i would like this more if it was just actually they just said it was santa claus like if it was just literally santa claus was real i think i don't care i think i don't care i'm still a buy i'm gonna lean into it it's probably it's worth a read it's fun time i'm glad you let love into your heart robbie don't even okay gimmick infringement i'm declaring it right now <laughs> i'm not wearing any orange though am i nope there's no orange in the playstation logo taz did not invent gimmick infringement thank you very much either <laughs> he just says it a lot well it has it has become his gimmick though uh, that's a double buy on santa claus king of black santa claus <laughs> <laughs> you got me giddy today uh, our next book is Detective Comics 1033, uh, story words by Peter J. Tomasi, pencils Brad Walker, inks Andrew Hennessy, colors Dave McKegg, letters Rob Lay. I was like, oh, it's a Batman. I need to make Eric read some Batman today. Yeah, we've we've literally never read thousands of issues of Batman. We I don't read, hate this. 
Why didn't I don't know? The, I don't know what the fuck's happening. I, I mean, don't know who who Eye Patch Guy is. Oh, you don't you know? Oh, Eye Patch Guy. What are you talking about? Eye Patch Guy. What Eye Patch Guy? Where? Have I read the wrong book? What are you talking about? There's a guy in covered in bandages. Oh, oh, the mayor. Okay, I did was, you even read this book? I did, but I was I was just staring at Hush, and I was like, oh right, there's the mayor I stuff. I know at who the fucking end. Hush is. Okay, we okay, I know, but you said, said I was just focusing on bandages, and, and I was kept thinking like bandages. You know, eye patch. Hush doesn't there's wear an no eye other patch. Pages in this book. Oh, he's. I mean, that's it's a he's a anti vigilante mayor. That's that mm-hmm. the beginning and end of it. Okay, that's that's all that he is. He isn't he isn't like secretly. Um, um oh he's not the batman ink japanese batman or whatever whatever he was i do not think so i think he is a, a i don't i don't yeah i've also not been reading detective comics there's just not a lot of comic books out for the past few weeks because of the holidays mm-hmm. so i was just like let's say uh, it looks nice uh it looks like damien gets reunited like damien and, and batman are, are damien's robin again i guess i don't know for sure because he doesn't take the r whatever that means um, Peter J. DeMossi was really, I always liked his, the Super Sons books when he wrote, uh, John Kent and Damien teaming up. So I'm interested to see him writing Damien and Batman together. Like, I like, I, what, what you said, I don't hate this. Mm-hmm. I think it looks real nice. I'm really surprised there's a Bat Cow cameo right here. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Uh, yeah, they, they had the, they had a, they're not leaving without Bat Cow. They're not leaving without Canonical. Bat-Cow canonical important character bat cow i mean you know grant morrison's legacy in batman lives on i'm glad that that's the only legacy that there is i mean damien there's, the ton- there's there's tons of it but yeah. i'm gonna pretend that that's the only thing are you a buy on this um i like this book despite myself a lot of it is how weird uh batman looks in it because i really like it I wonder if I, I wonder if I would like Kelly Jones comics at this point in my life because I've hated them <laughs> forever. Um, but the fact that I can look at this weird alien Batman and like him kind of makes me want to to review some of those and see how I feel about it. I like I like this book. I like the way that it looks. There's not there's nothing there's nothing amazing or epic about it, but like. I would say that the art is weird and strong enough that, like, I could say, yeah, it's a it's a good read. It's nice to look at. This book's worth buying. So it's been a minute since I've I've been a confident buy on a Batman comic. Well, good. Now we'll only we're only reading Batman from here on out. I mean, you know, there's enough it's of only it. because it's only because there's not enough comic adaptations of Tremors. You better believe if they made a Tremors comic book. We would we would read the hell out of that. Uh, I know you. I know you. I've seen, I've seen most of the Tremors sequels. <laughs> I haven't seen all of them. So. Didn't didn't we watch it together? We watched Tremors I, the like, original. Yeah, we watched together. Was it before or after we went to uh, the G one opener? Uh, bef- I don't. I don't honestly don't know. I think it was before, but I I don't really know that. Well, that's all good. It doesn't matter. I think I am. Um, I think I'm a buy on this too. I'm gonna be. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be positive. Uh, I also agree. That I like how this looks. I like how Batman yeah. looks in this. I that is like whenever Batman is slightly wonky in a good way. Like they stylize yeah. stylize him so that he looks harsher than you know. Like oh, he looks. Yeah, I don't want him to look like Superman. 
You know, yeah. I I want Superman to be like big and statuesque and awesome looking. I want Batman to look a little weird. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be scary. Yeah. Um, and I weird alien boy. And I like how he takes his gear off to to like bare knuckle box hush. Yeah, he's like I just think that's kind i don't know it's a good look I'm for a, batman i'm a sucker for that capeless batman yeah, is looks, always it, a good uh, look yeah as a as a batman look it's like it's like very classic batman and i really dig it um this is fun dude i don't know i don't have a clue what's happening how long do you think um alfred being dead how long do you think that's gonna stick do you think that's a you think that's an uncle ben situation I have no idea, honestly. I I am considering future states about to happen, and that's gonna. God knows what's gonna, gonna happen. Are they gonna Are they gonna get an alternate reality, uh, Alfred? Uh, here, here. This is my here's my official prediction, Eric. Mm-hmm. We get a virtual Alfred. We get a computer, a, an AI, much like Jarvis. We get an Alfred that is a hologram programmed with his memories and everything why do you why do you you have to upset me like this it's it's just like in uh batman and robin the joel schumacher film right uh does that happen in that movie that literally happens and i believe it's in the joel schumacher the the batman like the the last of those four movies the second joel schumacher film Mm -hmm. i want to say that's what it was okay it was batman and robin the one the one with the huge packages and the nipples on the boy suits and no <laughs> nipples on the girl suits. Yeah. Uh, then if that's what happens, yes, I do believe I, that's my prediction that we'll get a virtual Alfred after an amount of time of grieving and everything. We'll get a. Uh, I think uh, Tim will make it for Bruce because Tim is the or Tim and Babs working together. They make a virtual Alfred. Virtual Alfred. Mm hmm. I feel like that's a good that's a that's a good like electronica band name, Virtual Alfred. Sure. You know, you make EDM music that's like superhero that's, themed. That's like saying ATM machine. If you say so. I say that. So do you. You 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 said nuclear for years. It's because I was an idiot redneck. I grew up in rural Florida, Eric. Okay, what am I? I mean you're an idiot redneck that grew in North Carolina. There is a difference. Yes. You'd think now that we've, you know, now, now you know we've Easter trees. You, you know, huh? you, you know what you you know what an Easter tree is. I'm gonna. I did know what an Easter tree was, and I just I I don't know. I did not expect that rabbit hole to be any deeper than I thought it was. I thought it was stupid rednecks being stupid. As it turns out, there is a centuries long tradition, and it might even be a pagan ritual <laughs> uh, of people in Germanic areas. Putting fucking eggs on trees. I thought it was a thing that dumb rednecks where I'm from did. <laughs> I don't know where they got plastic Easter eggs in 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 like fucking pagan tribes, but what the fuck ever, man. I God bless you. Gotta you gotta celebrate that spring rebirth by being a dumb redneck. That's a double bond, Detective Comics one thousand and thirty three. Our last book of the week is Beastlands number run number one, written by Curtis Clow, art and cover by Joe Me Young. I guess I should, I should I should go navigate that book. Letters Tobin uh, Rasasat Rasasat one of those two. Um, this is a Kickstarter comic uh, that's out. I like I said. Taking a, a, a little look, look. I looked at the preview art. This is this is how I, why I read this. I looked at the preview art. It looked pretty. 
That's it does much, look nice. That's why I like. I like, I like why I'm the reading weird it. cartooning and the paintings very good. Um, nice, nice energy to the the line work and kind of like this weird fisheye lens thing going on. That's really a pretty nice page. Um, this is fun. That's good enough. Um, <laughs> I would not. I don't think I'd contribute to this Kickstarter, but uh, I like that we can read this. This is pretty fun. Um, it's a weird book about fantasy dogs, um, which is that's that's cute. I like it. It's a bold choice to start your your fantasy dog comic with a fantasy dog getting its head chopped off. Yeah, this book is not fucking around, is it? No, I was just I was I really thought I like I said I looked at the preview art. It looked pretty, and the cover mm-hmm. has a, a boy and a, and a dog. Yep. And I'm and I'm like okay, and Harsh. and then immediately I'm like oh this is gonna be like a cute a cute comic with like fan like uh with fa- like a cute fantasy comic and mm-hmm. then immediately they're like nope not cute dog killing there's a king just chopping up this animal the dog wing dog creature a keeper it's his own dog too I know because it because it, he's mad because it killed his, someone killed his, his daughter, family or killed it's his, responsible whatever he says it's responsible. I, it, but it's we don't vague on purpose yeah um he i hear my prediction he did it yeah this is just this is just some grumpy king blaming his pokemon for his own his own problems he framed his pokemon for his for the murder he committed mm-hmm. and now there's now that we have to have, we have a pokemon genocide yeah man that's a that's a weird that's a weird game boy game <laughs> but uh pokemon red pokemon blue Pokemon genocide. Yeah, uh, mm. I, I shield think, sword. I'll here. I'll do some. I'll do be a little nitpicking on this, and that it is a little bit messy at times, and that I'm not sure. I think it. it there's some a couple transitions in here where I'm unsure about where they are and what's you know like I can pick stuff up, but I feel like it could piece it together a little bit for you. Um, it's not enough for me to say don't buy it or don't read it, mm. but there were moments where I'm like what. Where are they? Oh, okay. Like it was like backtracking and stuff, but right. I think that everything in here, it's not, no, nothing is supposed to be like terribly, nothing's supposed to be terribly concrete. You know, mm-hmm. they're not really wondering about like we're in this place or we're in that place or whatever. It just seems like it's about, well, this person's obstinate and he's going to go scale a mountain and all that shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's going to, like, why would you, what good is it to get separated from your group? That's weird, man. That's, that's, you don't split the party. Well, it's, it is very much, it is those moments where you're like, oh, this is clearly a scene written to define this character as yeah. obstinate. As... No, nothing about, nothing about them being in a concrete place and going to do a thing is coming across clearly. Like, it doesn't, why would, why would you scale a mountain and go to a cave to find a book or a map or something like i don't know yeah we don't know why they're doing the thing we know you know it's it's like they don't you know it's not i think that's you know that's my my complaints is like i'm sometimes losing like why are they doing this you know you get and i think you're supposed to be picking this up as you go along i don't think it's necessarily i don't know i'm not sure if some of it is because they didn't think to do it i think it's like oh they they think that it's better off without it and that's Mm -hmm. i think that's I think sometimes that is a question of preference, but I'm still buying this. It just, it looks very, it looks very nice. And I think ultimately that is what sells me above everything. Plus fantasy dogs. I want to see this king get killed. So I'm, 
can it, I would just want that to happen. He's a bad guy. I don't like him. It's you don't like uh, you don't like people that hurt Pokemon. No, nope, I don't. <clears throat> Not a fan. Are you a buyer? Um, yeah, I think this is worthy. This is uh, this is good. That's a double buy. Beastlands number one. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for checking in. Checking in is the part of the show where Eric and I talk about what we've been up to for the past couple weeks. Uh, things we've seen or done or played or watched or read. Um, what do you want to talk about that's not Wrestle Kingdom? Here? Um, I don't know, man. I have uh, I have I have two Mister FPGA computers now. All right, have you, you haven't got to talk about the Misters, have you on here? I, I haven't. Some it's like I'm in a polycule with two Misters. Um. <laughs> No, it's the it's the most random thing, and I actually feel kind of bad about it. Um, that I I had my eye on one of these things, and I was going to buy myself one, so I was adding the parts during my research. The, the if you know like who to ask and all this stuff, it can be easy to figure out what you need to get a Mister. But like, there's it's also like it's tough to figure this stuff out because it's like you need a RAM thing, and there's like, is this it? Like, there's one of them was a whole additional board with a stick of RAM, and I thought that's what I needed, and that's not the case. So, like, I don't know. In my research, I was pinning a bunch of stuff to my Amazon wish list, and then um, uh, Al, Al Anonymous on uh, Twitch and various other things. He's a, um, he's a Florida guy, uh, and he does builds of Mr.'s. He sells them basically at cost, and he uses it for stream content. Um, he asked me, like, if I wanted to be part of the list. I said, yeah, and I sent him, like, 300 dollars for a mister. And then, lo and behold, after a couple of days, I come home, and there's one of the, the main board for the mister is just sitting on my doorstep. And I'm like, this is weird. Why is this here? So I text him, and I'm like, no, it's not. I didn't do it. And my brother went to my Amazon wish list and bought it for me several days before Christmas. So rather than rather than cancel either thing, I'm just gonna have two of them. And I don't know. That's kind of awesome. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, have I talked Have I talked on uh, on the podcast about what uh, Mister FPGA is? Would you like we, me to? I think we've talked talk about, about it. it. I think we. You've talked about what it is a little bit here and there, and it's functionally like a, it's, it's it, instead of software emulation, it's hardware emulation, right? Yeah, uh, and 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 FPGA, and I can't really give you like an, an engineer's um, definition of it, but you know the basically the way that you would quote unquote program with circuitry, you know, like you would create logic gates or whatever things like that, you know. Uh, and do it like in a hardwired way, you know, an FPGA will sort of do that. Like you put code into it and it sets it, you know, and it, it is a it is a device for people to prototype. Um, it's kind of a teaching tool or kind of a uh, a tool for engineers, like I said, to, to, to prototype boards or things that they're making. So the the, the the this is based around a board called the DE10 Nano by Terrasic, and it's got it's got like two two processors on it. One is the FPGA chip, and the other is uh, it's like an ARM chip, like the same one that may or may not be in your phone. Um, 
but the, the the advantage of being this basically reconfigurable device is yes you can set it up to do very very accurate emulation at a hardware level where emulators that you might have used to play uh, many retro games, say for the Nintendo, uh, a Commodore 64, a Super Nintendo, a Genesis, something like that, they're emulating the uh, they're emulating the hardware of these computers with software where the FPGA is like it's an order of magnitude more accurate because you're kind of emulating hardware with hardware and you can emulate many systems with the same device by reconfiguring that chip. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty remarkable. Um, some of the, they're, they're run by cores. Those are the, that's what they call the, the, the various um, programs. And it's all available for, cause it's an open source project. It's all available for free on GitHub. Um, so you just download it, plug it in and play your games. It's really, really remarkable. You um, you have not stopped talking about it since you should it. I have no I mean you're just like every moment you're like oh yeah. I'm gonna go play Super Mario I'm a Mister I'm gonna go play I'm a Mister I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm trying to get my money's worth out of it uh, I'm gonna and go it's, marry my Mister dude, dude it's fucking it's legit as hell supposedly a thing you can do is it's a Russian guy is one of the main leads on the project. Uh, I think his username is Sorgalig. Um, don't don't laugh. You don't. Am I pronouncing it wrong? You did take Russian. How I'm, would you say? It? I have no idea. It's just you saying that word made me laugh. There. Okay, you're a racist. I don't know what it means. No, it's just felt like you're just. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know either. Um, I, I mean, I could ostensibly ask him. These people are very accessible. Um. But he's he's one of the leads on the project, and he seems like he, I don't know, he he does a lot of gathering things together and probably a lot of development too. Whatever, he's a very important person. But I think like as a as a matter of author appeal, um, there are a couple, at least one I have seen running a couple of Russian uh, home computers, and supposedly you can get the original version of Tetris for it which sounds amazing to me. Like being able to play like a nearly hardware accurate version of the original Tetris. That's kind of awesome, dude. Um, just like from a pure like uh, preservation standpoint, this is pretty friggin' rad, you know? But I mean, also being able to play NES and Super Nintendo games with a very, very minimal amount of lag is really very pleasant. I um I want to I want to really crank through some of these games and spend some more time with them uh, in the future. Like I played Battletoads and it felt so much better than it used to on any other system that I had emulated it on. It just felt so slow and bad. Um I don't know, man. These old games are really fun and I'm enjoying they're they're like it's like they're new again it's remarkable i beat i i played through all of chrono trigger and got two endings um in it over the past couple of days and i can't tell you how many mario games i'm i've beaten i'm gonna try and beat uh 
I'm going to try and beat the uh, Mario 2 loss levels. You told me to quit bragging. Dude, uh, it's a really neat thing, and it's stupid that it's... um, that it's getting me as jacked as it is, you know? Like, it's not, I don't know, man. I feel like such a goon. I, I mean, you know me. I've been excited about stupid computer shit for years. Do you know a thing that I spent time doing uh, this weekend that I think I might have sent you pictures of? Uh. Is I, I yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, set, I set my, um, I hooked uh, one of my old Raspberry Pis up to two of my CRTs that were basically sitting around doing nothing just to play dumb videos. When people come over to my studio, it was really hard because the, that it did not like playing nice with those screens. It was really difficult and it's set up in a very jank ass way. It was a nightmare. It took me like three hours, but it was really important to play, (laughs) to play like Cinemax, Skinemax, like soft porn on crts in my studio i'm a very conceptual artist <laughs> obviously you yeah. know what you know what eric what's up my dude? we're gonna stop talking about this really nerdy stuff and start talking about professional wrestling is it time for that you don't want to talk about dessert person i made a cake there i'll check in i made i made a cake from dessert person i made a cake from dessert person the new uh cookbook from claire Safford's. Formerly of Bon Appetit YouTube, before it imploded. Rotten hell. Because it didn't pay anybody proper wages. Um, no, specifically they didn't pay the women and then the women of color very well. The cake I made from her cookbook was a very good cake. Probably the best. I mean, the best cake I've ever made, undoubtedly. It was a coconut cake. It was very good. It was delicious. Um, you should get that book. I can, it's worth it. I wonder if I can find it. Fortunately, we can only talk about one night of Wrestle Kingdom because night two is tonight. We are in the we are in the middle of, um, but it is it is as we are recording, it is one four and it will be one five in Japan shortly. Yeah, we'll see the exciting conclusion to the saga of uh, Tetsuya Naito, Kota Ibushi, and Jay Jay Waito. Yeah, um, night one was good. I I mean it. I expected it to I be wanna, good. I want to watch it again. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch it as closely as I would want. Specifically, I would want to watch the Okada Osprey match more closely, and I would like to watch the 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 neck fest that was the main event. <laughs> neck fest. Um, yeah, it was a it was a good show. I I like pretty much every match. Um, I'm glad Ibushi is champion. You know, you know. Um. <sighs> uh oh. I I I I like um what's his what's his name great great whatever the great Okan I like him he's goofy he is but goofy. like in a way that I like he's like a Chinese vampire it is I can't a... think of what I can't think of what those things are called maybe it's Jianshi that's it why do I think that it's that that is that it's right that's correct did I just come up with the wow that's the correct answer I was about to I was about literally I saw it in discussions today Good. on oh G, with a with a G I was. Okay, with a G, Jiangshi or something. I don't know. You're close um, enough for me not to know the difference, Eric. And um, well, that's true. And then it's got a picture of Sienko, who is exact, who is the only reason why I know what the fuck that is. Um, but he is—he's a big old. It is absolutely the 
He's is, that, but he's also kind of the great motive, and that's what endears me to him. It is it is Gato clearly going, you know, this I like goofy, spooky yeah. gimmicks from Memphis. This is mm-hmm. that's why evil is the way e- that's why evil is evil. That's why Great Ocon is Great Ocon. He like and uh I think you know, that was a, it's I mean, some of it I'm sure is just he was in, in there with Tanahashi who even when his legs stop working, will still be a great wrestler and put together great matches effortlessly. Um, but I didn't see, really see. Oh, I, you know, I I liked Oka as a young lion, but I didn't really see any a lot of promise in this gimmick until you put him up against Tanahashi. But I don't know if we'll see what happens. And I, you know, I I liked it. I don't care. Like it doesn't feel big enough. Is the only my only. Um, my only problem with it. I mean, look at any great Muda entrance. It's he's doing the same thing, you know. He's walking to the ring slow and creepy, and his gear looks wild. Like I don't, I, 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 I like it. You um, know. I mean, I'm not no complaints about. It. I think it was it was a really good match, and um, yeah, I, I dug it. I thought but, he, I thought he I looked mean, good. The I don't know. All I can think about now is I don't care about anything except that Okada is doing the Rainmaker again. And they were they were they were teasing it. They needed it to be that moment. Um, well, uh, to, Okada was, to, to whoop up on old, old Billy Boy. He had o- to break it out. Okada was like, oh, you're using the Rainmaker, huh? All right, fine. I'm going to I was using the money clip on you, but all right, we're going to take off the safety. <laughs> <laughs> mm. He's been on it, it, like Okada has been in like a eight year old mode for the entire year. He's just fucking around for the entire year of twenty twenty. He's like, fine, I mean, I'll be serious again. We, well, I was gonna say we talked about this, that it's clearly to take the spotlight off of him. Because they can't have they can't they can't elevate Coda and Naito with Okada in the way. They can't do it. Well and I think both of both of them have earned something. They're both older than Okada. They're it. They are. They they you have know, both. They both. They have both bled and bumped for a generation. Uh, Kota Ibushi, like I mean, I I'm not sure that Ibushi will ever age and or like. I, it, yeah, he looks younger than he fucking did three years ago. He looks it, like a fucking baby. He's bigger. He's more he's muscular. In reverse. He's he, Benjamin Button in that shit. He's getting. He's gotten bigger and bigger. He's packed on more yeah. muscle. He's not slowing down at all. He shows no evidence. Like Naito's like hanging together by like duct tape and wishes. Uh, and yet, and Ibushi's yeah. older than Naito, and yet Ibushi looks like he's twenty-seven. Like it doesn't make any sense. How much? How much steroids in KFC Asia do you need? To, to to live like that that's amazing uh so i don't whatever, like whatever 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 gas code is on i would do it right now it's really funny where you ask Coda like what kind of how do you take care of yourself he's like oh i don't i just eat whatever i want i'm like i don't you, doubt that why are some you, people are just amazing like it doesn't are, matter uh, i don't believe coda is a liar did you, did you ever say it was the best friends where <laughs> where <laughs> where 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 um chuck was talking to trent and he's like yeah he doesn't die his body just works like it should <laughs> i'm like i i feel you chuck i feel you chuck but i'm i'm excited for night two i'm excited um should always be excited for wrestle kingdom it's 
Yeah, it's goddamn amazing. I, my, I just, I just, play. I just want them to split those belts. Please split those belts in 2021 again. Please make them separate. I don't like them together. I don't care. This has been awesome. I don't. Uh, I'm, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I agree with you that it does need to happen eventually. But like, what would have been the point in the fucking pandemic era to give, give to evil split give, them? Give evil and Sonata something to wrestle over tomorrow. I mean, I agree with you, but like, it'll work itself out. Yeah. I don't know, man. I would have kept, like, think... kept the IC battle title on Evil, and Evil can Sonata could t- could have taken it off Evil at Wrestle Kingdom, and then Sonata could be elevated to a higher level just because he has that belt. I agree with you, but they might be, they might do that with Jay White. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, he might have. Who knows what's going to happen? Honestly, I think that's what I like like i think that ghetto's booking is so weird and opaque you know and I, that's a big part of the fun to me okay eric well I'll, I'll, i'm gonna ask you a question then how many how much new japan have you watched since the g1 i have not watched much this year okay then that's what i mean like i just have not been as, like i was excited about the g1 but everything after that i'm like i watched it yes. i watched like some here some there but i'm like eh. evil is no, champion yeah, no one, eh. I mean, most of most of their year is basically crap, you know. I mean, and none of it. It's never bad, but like, like at at best, I don't give a shit about. I mean, I don't care about New Year Dash. I don't care about the tag leagues. It's fine. It's an. It's basically off season stuff. Um, I've never. I've never cared. I mean, you care about the big stuff. You care about Dominion. You care about the G One. You care about Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I don't know. Maybe you care about wrestling, Dontaku. I do. I, I think most people just sort of phone it in. They don't. They, I don't know. I watch. watch I watch. The, it, I watch all the big events. I don't watch tag league because I don't really care about. Yeah, tag they're league. dumb. No one cares. I watch. Best, I, watch like, I watch best of the Super Juniors though, even though it was not it's like church going holidays. That's <laughs> not. I mean, how many dynamites have you missed this year? Eric? Zero. Okay, that, that's then. that. I'm. I'm. I'm a. I'm gonna say I'm a I'm an evangelical dynamite watcher. <laughs> okay, all right. I go every Sunday, Wednesday, and I volunteer on Thursdays and Saturdays. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't really do. I just I I I I, I well I do watch dark, so I guess I am a I am a Tuesday, and I watch BTE. So yeah, it's about that much. And you watch Sammy's vlog, and yeah, I'm getting into some. I mean. You do most of this stuff too. I do. I'm not I probably complaining. Watch I'm more just more Sammy's vlogs than you do. I, 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 I've started being religious with Sammy's vlogs now. Um, it's really, it's become very good. It's better than it's, BT. It's like it's. I don't know about better, um, but it's I, certainly really good. Sammy's a better editor than Cutler, <laughs> or whoever does the editing for Sammy. I don't know if Sammy's doing it himself. Whoever does it is better than Cutler is. I haven't thought about it too much, but I do regularly enjoy it. Uh, I don't know why, how Sammy signed Cody Rhodes as the Sammy's vlog exclusive. <laughs> that's um, that's a big part of it is Cody just gets to be a goofy idiot. He's yeah, it's because it's it doesn't ruin the kayfabe of the BTE, I suppose. But um, the fact that I am willing to watch so much of that and yet in New Japan, I'm like, eh. Okay, Wrestle Kingdom here is I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see like Coda and Naito kill each other. I'm excited to yeah. see Coda become God. 
Um, I mean, fucking, fucking, I don't know, man. New Japan used to be BTE, and they, they fucked that up. <laughs> well, they got a new TV show coming. We're going to see what channel that's on, if it's on, like, obscure outdoor network or something, or if it's on, like, a, a bigger channel yeah. and what format that is. Like, is it just going to be old? Is this going to be matches structured like it was on Access? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Who knows? Who fucking knows, man? All right, Eric, let's, let's get to the award show. Let's, let's hand out some handies. All right. Done grease myself up. Uh, it's time once again. You want to do the announcer voice, sir? I mean, I, I, now that you've said that, I have to. Okay, do the announcer voice. Is it, is this what I'm reading? Just read that. Yeah, we don't have to do it for every category. We don't have to do it for everything, but I will say the eighth annual Handsome Boys Comics Hour Handies Awards. I don't have a trumpet noise. I wish I had cute. I was going to say, needed a, we just, Yours is, how is yours so bad? I'm not good at things, Eric. <laughs> You're good about complaining about The Simpsons. You're my favorite I've Simpsons only, complainer. I've only had to do it 350 times, so now I'm good at mm-hmm. it. Until it's, again, it's practice. Um, It is the 8th Annual Handsome Boys Comics. Stop the, is, Handsome so Boys I was going to say, it's comic, not the meat, it's the motion. Exactly. Handsome Boys Comics are saying these awards. Or award the best, worst, and whatever's of 20, 2020 comic books. <laughs> What's that noise? What, what do you, you think I'm funny? You think I'm a clown? Uh, yeah, you're you're a clown. You amuse me. You are. You, you, you're, one, I, you're one amusing clown. Okay. Um, we're we're gonna talk about the year, basically. You, this this is what this is—an excuse for us to talk about the past year in comic books, which was a very strange, strange year in general. Wait, the 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 year where we all had to stay inside while a bunch of maniacs coughed on each other. I uh, think, yeah, exactly. You're saying that, that other things were strange this year? Yeah, I know. It affected things. It affected life. You might, might, you might say, Eric, that this was a challenging year in these unprecedented times. Mm. I mean, you could, say, you could say those words, I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure they're good. Uh, our first they're, category... They're good, they're good words. Our first category is Biggest Surprise. Uh, with a vast array of uh, nominations, uh, one good, one mm, w- strange, and one terrible. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Good, the bad, the ugly. That's a good, good way to put it. Empire mm-hmm. was the first, our first nomination, the Marvel event. Second nomination, DC changes, big changes in DC. Uh, them dropping Diamond as a distributor and their all their changes in leadership. Um, a lot of people getting laid off or moved around and who knows what that's going to end up meaning and then finally the the uh however you want to describe it but the 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 uh, me too uh phrase we for eric phrase here me too call outs of, of cameron stewart warren ellis jason latour brendan wright scott alley charles brownstein all very famous artists i mean this is not comics books were not exclusive to this uh this year a lot of creative industries were impacted by terrible men mm. being revealed uh for- it all did seem like it happened the same week or weekend um because in our discussion earlier today robbie had actually conflated this with the um speaking out movement which i believe and i mean and he might correct me on this later um because i don't think either one of us googled it um but was relate was strictly a pro wrestling hashtag 
um, where people talked about being taken advantage of or various other horrible things in the pro wrestling business. And I don't know what it was, but a shitload of people got canceled that week. Um, and these, these men all got it in the neck. Some of them probably deserved it more than others. Um, the Jason Latour thing still hurts me. I don't know. It's not great. Oh, it's very bad. Um, yeah. But I mean, it was also like in gaming and in. Yes, I forgot about the 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 was it specifically fighting game community stuff or was it I'm shit? Was it specifically Smash Brothers stuff? What no, was it? No, I mean, I'm thinking of the terrible allegations at Ubisoft, like that, the president, oh God, really, the president of Ubisoft got fired. And that happened later in the year, it, though, didn't it? It did happen later in the year, but it, I think it is a fallout from the same yeah. movements. Um, all the I so here Empire. I mentioned Empire because I wanted a good thing on the list. Empire was a a a a good enough thing. Uh, everything else, everything else is terrible. Yeah, it it is. I don't know. That's really, and it's kind of a footnote. It's not going to win, but I just wanted to mention it was a good surprise. Like I was, I expected it to not to be kind of an afterthought, but I genuinely enjoyed Empire quite a bit. No, Empire was Empire was good. Um, there were maybe not as many great highlights and comics this year but i this has not maybe been not a great year for art in general you know i mean it's been difficult to create things it's uh, i think there's the problem is that i think a lot of the it's probably going to be an issue as we go through all these categories is a lot of the best works in comics was not in serialized stuff it wasn't in single issues it was not in it's all like you know uh, collected gra- graphic novels or in web comics or it yeah. you know it's in le- in smaller projects and it's largely not the stuff we read a lot of it's usually what mm-hmm. we re- we end up revisiting in the year or two after you know as stuff is you know becomes more well known as it gets hype for something you're like oh this one in Eisner for why oh because it's really good it came out last year though um i mean i i would it's hard not to just you know this of the biggest surprise it is the 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 me too stuff it is that it is just it rocked it rocked comic books and i i i hope that it creates uh it helps affect change so that scumbags don't continue to operate mm. I I I am um it's been an interesting discussion uh this year if there actually have been there actually are uh good faith discussions to be had on quote unquote cancel cultural formerly known as call out culture um a lot of it is just you know people people like this they feel like they don't have any other way to um to stop it to stop this bad behavior um yeah if you don't if you take away all uh all avenues yeah to try and address harassment you're gonna get yeah you're gonna get gross mob justice and that's what this is a lot of times like i i don't i i don't know i don't i never heard any stories about jason latour actually doing anything other than like hey dude you're just in the scene being a creep and people don't like it and you don't it's it's kind of what happened to um, uh, Brandon Graham, you know, 
of course, Brandon Graham was like way scarier. They said he would like get drunk and scare the shit out of people. Um, but I, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it, it felt like shit to experience that, especially someone like Latour that I admired a lot. And I think both of us admired Warren Ellis. I, Good God is Cameron Stewart, a fucking amazing artist, but you know what? Fuck him. I can look at someone else's artwork. Yeah. Um, there, that is, a, I think that's the thing I, I also revisit a lot. And it's just like the incredible depth of artistic talent now mm. where it's not like, um, yeah, like I, again, like I, I loved Warren Ellis and I still yeah. like, those i think you know it's not it's i can't like unwrite the way that his art shaped yeah shapes and influenced me but i can certainly acknowledge that he was a shithead uh yeah but my mind glosses over uh the things that he did but like i certainly some of those things i remember reading and finding them repugnant um i mean it's just the sheer number and like the you know when you look at a the the uh the, the his forums and how how important they were in creating a generation mm-hmm. like it, like Kieran Gillen Fraction Kelly Sue there's more those are the bigger biggest names but yeah they're all, they're all they're all his acolytes exactly and then you're like oh and then you see a list of sixty women sixty plus women who are all who who came in and have all these awful stories about how he manipulated them and harassed them and abused them and you're just like immensely you know and you're like oh that's awful oh my god and yeah it's you know it's it's and it, in that way it's it's more of just ne- more than just oh i he created a lot of important comic books it's like mm-hmm. his forums helped shape a generation of creators and you're like oh in the underbelly of that is all these terrible things I I hesitate to call it like here have an award for that, but it is clearly a big thing, and I felt like it should be mentioned in our end of year wrap up. You know, as much as I as much as I hate uh, the mob justice because mobs do get it wrong um, frequently, um, and people weaponize them. Um, I mean, people like they make up stuff. They it's a lot of times it is just batshit crazy people just saying and doing whatever and you know they're conditioned to go to twitter to get mad so they see something that makes them mad and they get fucking mad it's like fucking bean dad who cares you know i get the the oh god are you up to date on your bean dad i lore? I, I, I yes i life comes at you fast that's the yes. bean dad with like literally the tweets today are like oh yeah he he started off yesterday being a mm-hmm. kind of a mean a mean a mean dad that's mm-hmm. about as much of that story and then everyone's like oh actually he's anti-semitic and use it like retweeting jewish conspiracy I'm... theories and then and now he's off of uh he was on he's on a podcast was he really Ken... retweeting conspiracy theories i everything i saw in terms of his tweets were like things from 2012 of him being a dumb edgelord no it was there was that that was certainly a part of it but there were some genuine genuine things in there too where he wasn't just making jokes he was clearly i mean god bless i don't care you can throw the whole bean dad yeah i don't really care about bean dad but Uh, i'm gonna say that a lot of this stuff like whenever you're fucking like turning on the milkshake duck machine to fucking look for tweets from 2012 i'm like you're fucking you're trying to remove context and weaponize some shit against someone 
to for for clout. It's dumb. Twitter sucks. That's why you do what Chuck Taylor does. And uh, you have seven tweets at all times. And once you get more than 10, you delete them all and start fresh. I mean, he is sexy Chucky e. T that's for Chuck, a reason. That's what Chuck does. Um, um, we can we can move on and and make fun of less serious things. That's that's OK. Because uh, our next award is the Why Award. Why? Why? Um, <laughs> why? Not and these aren't necessarily all like terrible things. They're just things like just like baffling to me. Like excess and like and sometimes Eric, I think the answer to this is all just like money. <laughs> sometimes it's just I mean, the, like the, they wanted to make the money. The answer but. is is frequently frequently money. But it still does I mean, it's all it's always money. It still makes me ask why. Uh first nominee is Exoswords. Why so much? Why so many? Money. Money. Uh punchline. Yeah, like money punchline why why is punchline also money that is all that is because concrete. people are basic bitches <laughs> and they need a they need a substitute they need a substitute like we had black and red harley mm -hmm. or whatever color she is and now we have purple harley it's just a new model it's purple harley but then we needed a new one mm-hmm because we, we needed we needed zoomer harley we needed a, yeah exactly we needed to replace harley so now there's a new one and her name is punchline she watches she watches twitch she says poggers well, i don't know i don't know who this voice is i was gonna that say I'm doing. what voice is that this is just how i this is just how i talk now i don't know what i'm doing oh no well speaking I of character changes that aren't really <laughs> aren't swerves aren't i don't know why uh, Kitty Pride going by Kate Pride, and then also the uh, haircut, the weird hair difference. I don't know why, why they just suddenly changed her that much. Uh, and also, she, she got tattoos, and she's a pirate, and she's uh, just kissing ladies that, that aren't necessarily consenting. Oh yeah, well I mean, where's the? I saw that panel somewhere. Yeah, we read that comic book. Um. It's just uh, like I know I understand like yeah they have she's having like the character kind of a crisis and change things but it's very similar like I mean, like Kitty's a, a good name like I like Kitty Pride I don't she was she was great already um, I don't know it's a more of a it ain't broke don't fix it like I don't know this thing about being by whatever that's lovely i don't give a shit i mean that's, that's all it's always been that's important to someone that's not me and it's always been um, it's always been subtext and they're just making yes, it I, I yes so that's fine it's not that that's not the problem it's just that like when you like make her design worse just for the sake of change you're just like i why like i her hair was fine before why is it i don't know people people like dumb precious uh haircuts okay what do, what do you what do you what would you pick eric of these three of 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 those things yeah um god uh i guess my obvious answer because the only one that really gets my goat is is the kitty thing and really it doesn't i mean i'm i'm not gonna eric you I'm gotta not, you not have to die be about controversial do you i have, have to, to be screaming why you have to be picking a thing. You have to. You have to go. Oh no! Why? Because we got to give awards. It's important. Of course. No. Let me lean into the kayfabe here. Oh, her hair's so terrible. There you go. <laughs> That's much better. Yeah, you're you're welcome. 
um it, whatever it's it, it is weird and every time it came up we're like why is it like this this is strange and then but like whatever i don't care she's got a she's got a, she's got her own book we're exploring her a little bit more maybe there's some missteps whatever it's comics um it's it's frequently dumb no it's that we have it's this is live or die this is very important i know this is this is this is ride or you're die. Not, you're not pride. supposed. You're I not understand. supposed to. You're not supposed to dismiss our awards. All right. You're supposed to take them very seriously. I I will do. You're getting. You're getting the award for biggest spoil sport. Do I get an Effie award? Because I'm having a good time over here. Can I get an Effie award? Uh, is there? Uh, there's an Effie gives out Effies. Oh, I cannot. I am I, now. I am disappointed in that you are not aware of this, Eric. You don't know about the Effie awards. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it an X of Swords, um, because it you're not really... even gonna tell me. This, what is this? What is this? It's an award. He's it was it was a gimmick. He sold his own awards a statue that's shaped like his head. It's a little it's a bust a bust of Effie that you could go on his website when did he, and buy. When did he do that this year? Yeah, like three Before? months ago. It was all over his social media. This. I it was it stepped around me entirely. You need to be online all I the time. Know. That's the answer. Huh? You need to be online all the time. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe this is when I was taking bad uh, uh, fucking medicine and having panic attacks every day. It probably was. I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't manage to well, catch up on our Lord and Savior Effie. You know what would make you feel better? Effie. Effie. Yeah, and Effie got award. Monday not not raw on tonight. Exactly. Uh, X of Swords is my answer. Why so long? Why twenty two issues, man? After reading it, you're very much like That's a lot of issues. Why so many? To be fair. That's a lot of issues. But I can explain. I can explain that in one word. So I that that doesn't get my vote. As I'm not. I this is not about any. I'm looking at it in a pure artistic sense. Eric, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at it through. I know you are such a pure artist. That's me. Mm-hmm. Our next category is best new series. Um, all all non superhero comics, all non Marvel DC, all indie stuff. It's almost like people weren't taking a lot of risks this year. A lot, not a lot of new superhero stuff coming out. Uh, at least nothing we enjoyed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so the nominees, we only find them when they're dead. That Texas Blood, Department of Truth, and Crossover. All good All good books. Um, I'll probably be buying trades for all of these. Honestly. I'll be uh-huh. I'll be getting trades for all these books. Um, what's your answer, Eric? Oh, man. I, uh, I honestly, I think think i have to go with yeah there's two there's two kate's books in here no there's a crossover crossover and uh uh he did no it's ewing okay yeah it's not it's a fairly donny kate's idea though isn't it don't you think no it's a it's a i don't know it's al ewing space book he does a lot of space books uh that was not a thing i was aware of Whatever arguing fucking rules, uh, I love this book. I cannot wait to read trades of it. It's about fucking like stealing eyeballs from dead Galactuses. It's fucking amazing. It's fucking gorgeous too. I'm I'm all about it. Um, I I want more of it. These other books are good. Um, you know, Kurt Vonnegut as a, a small town sheriff. <laughs> James Tenyon trying to scare me with uh, 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 reality shifting 
uh, Alex Jones shit. Um, and then Donny Cates being Donny Cates. So we only find them in your dead is your answer? Absolutely, that's my answer. It's also my answer. We're in agreement. It is absolutely my favorite. It's my favorite book of the year. No, oh, mm, mm. Ewing, Ewing knows what the fuck he's doing. I'm, I am a big Aside fan. Aside from maybe another Al Ewing comic, the only other comic book that potentially is challenging it is another Al Ewing comic. So he's got a monopoly. It is. I, I think it. It. All these other books are also very good, and I'm going to be buying trades for all of them. Um, what are you saying is challenging it? The Immortal Hulk. It's not in the list, though. And it's not a new series. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying it, my favorite book of the year, not best new series. I'm saying of my favorite personally. Okay, we're doing one thing at a time, buddy. I'm now allowed... who's not committing to the bit? That's no. There, we don't have a favorite book of the year award. Dude, should I read this? Read what? You're a goon. It's close enough. Our best new series. Your statement. Our, I, I was, and you interrupt me. Best new series. We only find them when they're dead. When's the handy? magnificent double handy um our next category best single issue we read on the podcast um is a lot of a lot of i don't know this is a little bit i don't know i felt like we read more stuff this year on the podcast that we didn't like <laughs> it's been it's it, there's been some some crap and it really like looking at the list that you spent hours and hours typing up my god um there's a lot of X of Swords shit. Jesus. There is. By, by weight, one third X of Swords. We read a lot of X of Swords because there's a lot of it. So much. It was such a mistake. <laughs> it's a fucking mistake. And it, was not even, it wasn't even bad. You know, I got to yell about Pogger Pog. You did get to yell about Pogger Pog. Made great content. The fucking alligator, man. Nominees, Harley Quinn, Black, Black White, Red, 3, uh, Giant Size X-Men, Jean Grey, and Emma Frost, number one. Uh, we only find them when they're dead, number one. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin, number one. Wonder Woman, Dead Earth, number two. And Crossover, number one. A lot of uh, a lot of good books. A lot of high... Some lovely things in there. High quality content. Beautiful art. Great writing. Um, I think my pick is that Jean Grey and Emma Frost book. That's surprising. I really... It's Russell Donnerman art is just beautiful. It is nearly wordless. Mm-hmm. And I... I, I, you know, when a comic book can hold my attention without cluttering up the page with a lot of, I, I don't know. I'm getting to a point. I think we're like I'm becoming more like you, Eric. I think that as we're the 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 God forbid the podcast goes on, I'm just like eh, I don't need words anymore. Art matter. Art yeah. art is the only thing that matters anymore. Um, Reading's hard, man. It is hard. But I I like all these <laughs> books are really good. But that is the one issue where like I would buy it just just to reread it once in a while uh i think the craft in it is really solid and it has gene gray and emma frost teaming up and that's always a cool thing to me um what is your answer Eric? i think i'm i'm honestly a little bit conflicted um because frankly i want to say something like uh we only find them or um even crossover again uh, and I mean, there were great things like the fucking Harley book is gorgeous. Um, for me, I'm my, my, my battle is between literally it's between Ninja Turtles and it's between Wonder Woman and it almost Wonder Woman in particular feels unfair to put in there 
um, because I'm so excited about what uh, what Daniel Warren Johnson is doing with this book. And we read almost none of it. No, I mean, there's only it still gets me so hype. There's only four issues, so we read half. I understand, but still, we read we we read one of them, and it was forever ago. Well, so it almost feels like it should not go in this list. But frankly, that book haunts me. And like the like the Jean Grey book, I I remember I remember us reading it, but it has made so little impact on me. You know, it is not a thing that is that is haunting my memory as as good as it was. Um, it is not making the impact on on me that that the second issue of Dead Earth did. Like, it's just, I don't know, it feels weird to put over an issue two like this. I mean, that's, but there's... Damn, it's, I don't know. Daniel Warren Johnson will forever, he he's knocking it out of the park every time he steps up to the plate. It's nuts. I'm just... It's just batshit. I'm just waiting for Dead Earth to get a nice mm-hmm. hardcover, and then I'm going to buy it, and then we're going to read it for book club. Yep, I'm going to... I'm going to rub it all over my body. <laughs> so good. It's so effing good. Uh, so that's uh, two handies, two uh, giant size X-Men, and Wonder Woman, Dead Earth. Our next category is the Comfort Food Book of the Year, the book that made you feel the warm and fuzzies. Uh, that's chicken, been, chicken soup for the soul. Anything we read. for I included single issues. I included our, our, our nearby books, our, our book club books, because... It's basically anything that you're like, it was just felt like a shelter in this terrible, terrible year. There's a lot mm-hmm. of, I, I I went to a lot of comfort food media this year. A lot of things, a lot of people yeah. did. What, what, what bad show have you rewatched to feel comforted oh, I've this been, year? I've watched uh, Red Letter. Specifically rewatched. It has to be something. No, I've, I've watched Red, Le- Red Letter Media's Best of the Worst series on YouTube. I've watched some of those episodes probably a dozen times this year i've gone hard on youtube myself i think it's funny that you're so into red letter media because i think that it's not it's not it's only different by degrees from the the left tube essays that i'm really hooked into it's weird that i like watching those over and over but i've i've done a fair amount of that and i've also talked about my obsession with um uh fucking uh mario kaizo players mm-hmm. which i've fallen into really hard this year but these are the the comic books that i felt me that were just they were nice they just felt nice um we have got we've got dr slump new japan academy uh the lords of empire emperor hulkling one shot uh new gods and maximum carnage just for the sake of stupid nostalgia it is that is maximum carnage. You just want me to yell carnage rules one more time. Uh, I mean, we have to we have to really bury twenty twenty. It's true. Um, by 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 discussing more maximum carnage. I'm kind of torn on this because um, I it's always it's a hard it's a hard decision. You know, of course, uh, it's like I like my first when I thought of this category. You know, my first thought was Doctor Slump. Because it was, it is just so stupid, and yeah. and so much fun, and there's nothing else to it. It is just yes. stupid fun over and over and over again. And great artwork. It's beautiful, of course. Um, yeah, it's really, really, 
you can't tell from this Google image search, but it is really remarkably well drawn. And it was, it's just as like, it's, it is like when you read it, you don't think about anything other than, oh, these dumb gags. Look at this dumb gag over and over and over again. Dumb gag, dumb gag, dumb gag. Uh, beautifully drawn. You're completely fallen into this uh, this stupid fantasy world of people being dumb. Yeah. Um. But my other my other my other contender is Lord the, the, that Hulkling book because and it, honestly that's probably my favorite non Hulk book this um, from Marvel this year because it's so. It's really well. It's and it's so strange to me that it seems to be like a lot of times when they do big events, there's always one like little side story that feels yeah. is really well done and really well written and feels really important, and yet it's completely neglected. No one ever reads it. It's not. In, it's not put in yeah. with the real series for some reason. This was the emotional core of Empire, and it was really nice. And I think like. Of anything that's on this list, I mean, I would agree with you. I think this is the most deserving. It was really lovely. It made me really happy. I, God bless. Yeah, it, it's just it, and I think in the midst of a lot of comic books, a lot of superhero. I'll, I'll be very clear. Superhero comics this year was just obsessed with darkness for something. Like I guess I know they make this stuff way in advance, but or they plan this stuff way in advance, and you're like. I don't want to read about Venom Wars and Null. I don't want to read Death Metal. I want good guys winning and Hulkling being a good, deciding to be a good guy and, and choosing the path that leads and less people getting killed. And get Marion is Marion Billy. It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's my answer. I think that's my, I, all, and I'll, obviously I'll, I mean, I don't have to, Dr. Slump's uh, legendary. I don't think it matters if it doesn't get the comfort food. Toriyama doesn't need any more handies. He's got enough of them. <laughs> Does he? I don't I don't know his life. Okay, fair enough. Is that your pick too, Eric? I, I like I said, I think it's the most it's the most deserving. So I'm gonna roll with it. It uh, it makes me happy. I kept looking at it on the list and I'm like, that's really that's really what I want to go with. It feels wrong to not do it. So, hell yeah. There's our answer. Um, next category is our book club book of the year. Basically, our favorite book, our best book that we've read for uh, for Nobody Book Club, which is stuff that's this year and stuff from years past. This is a this is a tough this is this is a, this is a tough category this year. It's a tough category every year. Yeah, we it really we is. always read a lot of really good stuff. Sometimes it's all timer stuff, and it's like hard not to pick it. You're like, that's like the can- that's canon, like that's important. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, our category, the nominees are New Gods by Jack Kirby, Doctor Slump by Kira Toriyama, Coda by Simon Spurrier and Matthias Bergara, Immortal Hulk, Al Ewing and Joe Bennett, and The Hard Tomorrow by Eleanor Davis. I say they're all pretty goddamn amazing. No, this I would. Is a- this is a strong, for as much crap as we've read this year. This is a really strong. Um, like let's. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put an addition in here so we have one. We have, we have a little bit of crap. <laughs> oh, maximum, so now maximum, maximum carnage. carnage. In the, <laughs> now maximum carnage is in the book club of the year. Well, that's that's crap. Well, that's that's one eliminated. Um, man, that's just. 
I mean, again, this is not uh, necessarily diminishing anything we don't pick because all the just being a nominee yeah. is a is an honor, right? As I say, like I don't think Jack Kirby or Akira Toriyama are going to give a shit. No, they well if we don't if we don't pick no, them, probably um, not. I'll, I, but I do like it's it is finally reading New Gods in its entirety. You're very you are. We talked about how much you're just struck by it. You're like, oh god, I had such a good time. It's so. It's so batshit stupid fun. Like it's 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 everything that you want out of a comic book. And you know, it's it's Jack Kirby just being a nutcase artist and just yes. like a fucking total maniac. Just and um, like just drawing crazy stuff every other page. You're just like, what's going on, Jack Kirby? This is insane. And it's just like I mean it feels big... it feels it's it's like Jack Kirby's version of, of Dr. Slump, really. <laughs> Like, let me just fuck around and do whatever I want. This guy, this guy's going to jump over a building and like, he's a, he's a cop, but he's just going to fight a God, whatever, who cares? <laughs> yeah. ah! Cops like, I'm going to fist fight you. And you're like, yeah. but dude, you can't, he's going to murder you. And he's like, no, I don't care. I'm a hard nosed detective. I'm a Turpin. Fuck you. <laughs> I fight. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a tough war between, I don't know. I, I'm personally you know like both coda and the hearts mara really touched me mm -hmm. um i'd say they that is a thing that um that i can say about all of these books except for maximum carnage god who put that, who put, who put that on uh, uh, <laughs> all, all all of these books have definitely left a part of themselves in me like i will forever be haunted by the hard tomorrow I I see it. I think it is literally behind me in my bookshelf. I I see it there from time to time when I'm here working at the studio, and I'm like, that book was really really good. It's really incredible. But I mean, the same could be said about Immortal Hulk and 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 God, all these things. And I I don't even need to talk about like how affected I've been by stupid ass Doctor Slump. That is made me the maniac that I am today. Um, I don't know. The one that I keep thinking about maybe the most out of this list is probably Immortal Hulk, if I'm being perfectly honest. It is the one that comes back comes back to my mind over and over. Yeah. it's it, Immortal Hulk is, you know, we have over, I don't know, over the years of this podcast, we talked about the all the the, the character runs, the, like the all timer runs we've read. While yeah. we and it, it hasn't been a lot while we've been while we've been a podcast. It's like Jason Aaron's Thor, mm -hmm. and, exactly what I thought of first, and Miss Marvel. Yeah, like, I think those are the two that we they're like those are going to be in thirty years from now. Those G are Willow Wilson's Miss Marvel. Yes, exactly. We're going to be talking. They'll still be talking about them. Then they will. They mm -hmm. will be important throughout time and reading this hulk this is it's transformative to the character and transformative to superhero comics doing stuff to that extent really hasn't it has they haven't done bought a body horror comic like this in a superhero book really swamp thing i guess was the closest ever um you know we, you got a little bit with that the the animal man run in the new 52 we talked we, we when we read that um but this Hulk is just a different level. Um, and the way that it is able to 
recontextualize all of this lore from the Hulk and all these different characters, including the Green Door, and make like like the Hulk has gone through this before with Peter David. Peter David recontextualized the characters for the the nineties, and now Al Union is doing it again, making this character feel vital uh, in the year twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Now, um, this is this is really the only modern superhero book in this list yeah and it's one of the only ones that i kind of care about across i mean i i have maybe cooled a little bit on the x-men run uh maybe x of swords did that to me i don't know um but i think about this book and i get excited because it's just it's so strange it's so gross, so weird, so different, and it 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 definitely it has it has that memorable quality to it. It has a perspective. You, you it does. It really is trying to say something, and also um, has the Hulk giving like people giving a planet a clothesline. He does Rainmaker a planet. So that's really good. I can't. There's that, and there's like part of it. This is like, oh, pure on a pure intellectual level, I respect Immortal Hulk. It also has just this awesome dumb shit like that, where you're just like, that is incredible. That is this garish idiocy that I want in superhero comics from time to time. Yeah. I just want big and the biggest dumbest thing. I feel like garish idiocy. That's a good way. That it's it. I don't know, man. There's right and wrong ways to do it. This one, I don't know how Al Ewing manages to get it so right. Um, I do want to mention, I think Immortal Hulk wins it for me, but I do want to also mention Coda in that. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, the, I still, there are still, like you talk about, oh, the things come back to you and you, they come back to your mind. Um, there are the, those, those moments that I, I think the, the thing that stood out to me in Coda, the one I remember distinctly is, um, that the whirlwind, the, the, the bat, the outland, wherever, you know, and the the conflict about the 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 leaving and the coming back and the uh-huh. and the quest and it's Bergara's art it's 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 an outstanding book it's striking to me and it and it's always is a image that stands in my mind and really i don't know echoes but when my heart goes, no, Immortal Hulk is so good. You gotta pick it. I can't refuse it. Yeah, it can't no, be refused. It, it, it's um, it's difficult to say, um, just because I have so many good feelings about all of these books, but it is the one that has been on my mind the most. Yeah. So I think that's 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 my guy. Yeah, I think a lot of the time, I think you know we. This is our eighth award show. And after a while, you read so much comic books, you automatically just seek out the stuff that excites you the most. The stuff that mm-hmm. reminds you why you like the art form so much. Um, congratulations, Immortal Hulk. Uh, our next award is our last bad award. Because <laughs> it's the Please Stop Award. Um, there is Jokers. That's all Jokers. <laughs> just, just, just quit with the joker media stop jokers uh death metal cue the cue the clip of what is more important to our society than the joker uh death metal 
all metal, honestly. All Scott Snyder metal books. I don't want any more of it, please. Death metal in Jiminy, particular, but Jiminy Christmas. It's also connected to the Jokers. <laughs> they're they're connected. It is so. it is it is connected to the Joker. It's connected to the Batman who laughs. It's uh, 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 boys, dear Becky. The boy, the the fact that the boys is back. I don't. I don't. I hate that TV show. For anyone, for anyone that is only watching the show, the comic is really bad. It's a very bad comic book. It's a very, very bad comic. I mean, if you, if you, if you like racism and sexual violence, um, by all means, read it. Yep. Rub it all over your nude body. Yep. I mean, there's you can you can get in the you can get in in. You can get in the bathtub with Bean Dad. The boys is so rub the, it all over yourself. The boys is so bad that it managed. We didn't even read it this year, except and it managed to make this the award show. So that's literally we. Had I it. think we we did. Yeah, we 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 specifically said we we looked at that issue and we're like, ugh, gross. Yeah, we're not. No, I'm glad we didn't read it. It was. It makes me feel sick to think about it. But I mean, like we had an award literally last year that was just don't read the boys. Mm-hmm. And so, like here, my please stop this making still, the boys. We'll re up on that. Don't read the boys. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, a late edition by Mister Goodnight, being a gross douchebag in creative industries. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good nominee. That is a that is definitely good. Um, that's a, that's a thing people shouldn't do. I was, I. So here's a story. Oh go. On my way home, I I I I'm leaving work. I get in my car. I'm messing around with whatever in my front seat, whatever. And a man, 10 feet in front of my car, in the middle of the road, whips it out and pees in the street. With me watching him, he like he can clearly see me, and I can see him. He just takes his, his, his sex organ out and pees in the street. And the reason that this is related to this story is I made a Facebook post about this, and someone posted a picture of Louis C.K. doing a chef's kiss, and uh, I'm like, that's a there is nuance to to that because that man will go down in history for whipping his dick out at people. He didn't have to, but he decided. No, no, he you just, can. He decided like, that. I, you can. You can not do it. You can also like get explicit consent. Mm-hmm. You know, good thing. Um, enthusiastic consent. Not only is it important, it's better. Better. Um, it's better. <laughs> nice. It's real fun. Um, I don't know, man. I don't understand why people got to be like this. I don't know either. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't want any more jokers, please. <laughs> that's literal worse than sexual assault it's all the joker shit no i i no it's no that is worse it's worse like i we can we can we can i really just put that in there because i wanted to touch back on it but like uh obviously people should stop that but let's just talk about comic stuff uh i don't know joker i don't i'm just tired of the joker i don't i used to really like the joker there was a time, yeah. and now I they've hate. Worn him, they've worn I, him out too much. I hate the. Joker. And I think. I mean, I think I agree with you. Like nine times out of ten, whenever we read a Scott Snyder book or anything of even related to that ilk, you know, and before too long, we're like, no, the the Joker is not magic star being 
elder god bullshit like stop doing this stuff it's dumb i'm tired of this just so tired yeah no it's it's just stop trying to do this you know like i i mean the real problem is no one buys anything but batman i know at dc Uh, i know it's like they they want to make it but it's joker the joker sells it all comes back to money yeah. i just i just that i just i'm tired of it i don't want it anymore i don't want death metal i don't want this it's i don't want the death metalification of comics you don't so is, want, it a, is it a is it a three-way tie plus we're plus we're being wokes golds I, I guess okay i'll take it yeah i mean it's all this is all bad please i'll hear it four-way tie please stop yeah please Ugh. 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 Uh, we can move on to our final two categories. Uh, first is best writer. Uh, only three nominees this this year. Um, even though I guess some of our artists are writer artists, but I we I put them in the in the artist category just to make it simpler. Um, best writer: Al Ewing, Jonathan Hickman, and James Daniel the Fourth. Um, Al Ewing wrote Immortal Hulk and uh and we only find them when they're dead, and also wrote empire and other other books as well um very busy year for him uh hickman still was writing x-men also semi-responsible for x of swords so i but i i looked at you know and like you said eric i think i am less excited about x-men in general Mm -hmm. just because of x of swords (laughs) it managed to diminish my excitement level a little bit but now i'm but now i'm kind of like it's starting to build again and I was looking at all this, you know, looking at all the X-Men books before Exoswords and thinking about how much of the that X-Men stuff has happened this year. And yeah. And basically responsible, is Hickman's responsible for most of it. And you're like, I still want to... done a real good job. Yeah. Like, think, what did you think? Like, remember how we felt about the X-Men before all this? We didn't feel anything about I, them. Exactly. They had been basically, they had been in a coma uh, controlled by Fox for like four or five years or something we got we got reboot after reboot after reboot of the x-men books over and over and over again here's this thing now and they're they're doing this now and yeah they're doing that now and you're like here's a new team book about the x-men with these four people that you know you're like oh this is choirs here hi quentin um but it really has it a lot of it has happened this year and I, i do want to give hickman a lot of credit for revitalizing my love and interest in the x-men um Tinian has done he did do you know his the department of truth and a lot of other work that we're not we haven't necessarily read for the podcast but is very good um he's, he's also written batman which we're not i don't know it's hard to get excited about batman anymore he does a good job but i think he's a company man with the batman shit he I does mean, a good job with bad ideas that someone else gives him. It's that's, that that's that's the way I justify it. I think it's very. I to me it feels, you know, it's like a Christopher Nolan thing where he does. Oh, it's the movie the studio wants, and then I get to do one mm-hmm. I want. It mm-hmm. enables me to do projects that I like to work on, things that are less are not as safe, like things like Department of Truth. Um, but I like frankly, Eric, for a long time, this category only had Al Ewing in it. I threw Hickman and Tinian yeah. in here because I think they're both done a lot of good work this year, but absolutely, I, I don't have. There's no contender to best writer of the year for me. It's Al Ewing with a bullet. He's, yeah, he's done incredible work this year. 
Hick, Hickman Hickman has taken himself down a peg, and Tenyon I respect the hell out of, but I like his work does not keep me up at night. The fucking Immortal Hulk and the stuff he's been doing. I don't know what it is with this man. He can he can do it. I've never seen pictures of any of these men. I mean, I've met James Tenyon, but it's been many years. Um, all of them just look like podcasters. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, like, really, really how different podcasters and comic book writers. I would say different only by degrees. Yeah, that's, I think, accurate. Um, Al Ewing, two handies for best writer. Our last our last category is best artist. Uh, more nominees this because, I, I frankly, you could make this list three dozen long, probably. For Yeah, I, there's... There's no shortage of tremendous, like... I, I cannot. We, it's, I, it's sickening, honestly. Cannot overstate like how every like literally like we find ourselves like I'm not that excited about this comic book, but my God, is it gorgeous! Mm-hmm. Like that power. Remember that Power Rangers book? God, it looks so good. And neither it of us were like outrageously good. We were just like, there's wow. no reason for it to look so fucking good. And it looked incredible. And I think that it's like a lot yeah. of books where we're like, I'm not that excited about it, but my god the art is so beautiful and it's just we are there's just a glut of unbelievably talented artists you get to use the word glut you do um our nominees uh matthias bergara daniel warren johnson chris somni joe bennett hiroku and kamome shirahama all of them incredible it's pretty pretty fucking amazing hiroku may just be author appeal for us though i mean that's fine we're allowed to these are our these are yeah. our awards we're allowed to do that i want it, it, I, I i i have to have that scorpion death lock as a t-shirt i'm waiting for them to, I, haven't, I haven't seen her put it up on a, like an apparel store or anything yet yeah, i don't um, think she does i don't i don't know she's a she's a wackadoo i but she i probably she probably does all that stuff like and probably like works as a fucking salary person I I because like I would like, I, I don't I don't I don't even understand Japanese people sometimes. I, I would buy every one of those shirts, like every single one of those. For sure, they're really cool. I would buy For, all the of them. Scorpion Deathlock one though is I mean incredible I'm, to me. I mean, like my I just, my love of staying in the Scorpion Deathlock is oh yeah well documented and having like two like how are they dressed again? I was I think I'm conflating it. They're like wearing like a. What in the in the comic? In, no, in that, or, or the, in, the in the shirt, in the illustration. Yeah, in the illustration. They were witches. Yeah, that's it. It was witches doing the. She was a witch. That's just awesome. That's just an awesome thing. Um, God, this is a hard category to pick because all these people are superstars in all, all lots of different ways, incredibly different styles between them. Uh, my heart just wants to pick Daniel Warren Johnson every year forever because I love that man. He's incredible. Um, I never get tired of looking at him draw stuff. He I, might be my he might be my guy, but I don't know. Mattias might be the wiser pick this year. Um, between I mean between uh, I mean we haven't read his the stuff he did with uh, Spurrier and Constantine and the and their which a lot of people have been raving about. We haven't really read mm, that, but uh, no we, doubt we probably will be reading it on for book club at some point but um as we as we do as we do you know we lag behind a couple they can't read everything there's so many comic books even a year where there weren't as many comics there's still so many comics well i mean Um, there's and there's infinite media in every direction yeah 
There's never been more. Um, you would be you would be shocked. I, I, that's another rabbit hole in YouTube I've fallen into is just people who like play and list these old games. And, you know, the past 40 or so years, people have made thousands of games that you've never heard of on systems that you've never heard of that thousands of people were deeply touched by. It's insane. I don't know how culture can be the way that it is. Our brains are dumb and not able to process things is the real answer. But uh, Chris Somney, with his work on Firepower, it, it it's just like effortless, it feels like. like even his, like, he does Bat-tober every year. That's what Chris Somney does. He draws Batman every year for, for Inktober. And th- he doesn't spend a lot of time on them. As far as I can tell, he even talks about they're warm. He's like, they're warm up sketches for me. And yet the draftsmanship in them, mm. the craft, like the man, the fact that he's able to tell like a complete story with one panel of a, like with a, with his Batman makes me want to, I want to see him draw Batman, a uh, Batman book. Um, but firepower, we haven't read a lot of, we read a couple issues for the podcast, but just like reading this like simple like kung fu type story seeing his storytelling at work it i can't not like i just every page is it feels like bathed in 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 art like the pure essence of it um and joe bennett we already talked about how great immortal hulk is and a lot of cannot we cannot talk about how great that book is without talking about how it looks and how gross it is sometimes Right. These ideas would not be as punchy. I mean, he's the punch. <laughs> exactly. It, it it makes it work. It's uh it's incredible. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you pick first, Eric, to make me. I I I struggle to um because I mean you're you're right about everything, but the thing that the thing that sticks with me this year is I really got to see how good Mattias is. Um He's an outstanding creator. Everything he does is just, I don't know, every every dot looks like he drew it. Every mark, the painting, the, the, the pen work, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I've, I, I, I have been following his artwork for quite some time, but he just he keeps getting better. The dude is, in my mind, he's the only person I can think of they can even stand next to um, Daniel Warren Johnson. Mm-hmm. But in some ways, I even kind of like his work better. He's an, he's an outstanding creator. Just absolutely outstanding. Yeah. I think I'll second you. I think I'm going to go with Bergar as well. Um, it's a, it's a very difficult call. No, I mean, um, it, it, these are all incredibly talented people, the best of the yeah. best basically. And I, I, you know, I look at, his Bergara's work is I follow him on Instagram and the fact that like uh even it again, like toss off sketches, you're just like, Oh, that's incredible. And he probably spent uh-huh. an hour on it, whatever, and you're just like, How people that work fast, it it um I'm relatively fast. I mean, I don't know, any illustrator that is good is also fast just because you cannot make something that looks amazing unless you're just super confident and you can just absolutely wreck something. I mean, watching Daniel Ward Johnson on his YouTube channel, like mm-hmm. put together a commission work in like a stream. And it's this, like it, he put together a, he, 
they someone commissioned them to draw like a, a a Star Wars an X Wing like dogfight yeah or something and yeah. he managed to shift like I had in mind like he described what he what they told him to draw what they wanted and I mm-hmm. I had something in mind like oh that's what I would that's what I picture when I hear that description and he found a completely different perspective a different way to draw that to make it seem really powerful and important and like i don't know he's he i like i just i'm gonna give my 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 fees for daniel warren johnson he's an absolute utter beast Uh, um he's he's the kind of person that like i kind of I, i think that's a big part of my appeal of him is when i look back I kind of underestimate him and then I'm like, oh, this is this is way better than I even thought it was. <laughs> it's just fucking bananas. Um the the dude is um just absolutely sick nasty and watching him paint it, you know, watching him brush it out is nuts. Yeah. And it, a thing that I all I think of every single time like I see a creator sort of of this level uh uh paint or draw or whatever um there was a youtube video i might have told you this before um there was a youtube video of juan jimenez who was uh the creator on the core issues of the meta barons you you know this robbie mm-hmm. um, but it was him doing a painting of some character and a youtube comment of all things said that's not a painting that's a fucking miracle <laughs> I think about that all the time. Why is Space Mullet? He did a book called Space he, Mullet. That was one of his first books, is Space Mullet. One of his this first is one creator of his owned first books. First this creator is incredible. Owned, first of his first creator owned books is Space Mullet. Um but yeah, he's my runner up, so we can give him a good give a shout out. But Matthias uh, Bergara is incredible. All these people are incredible, frankly. And I think we are like at a again, a glut of incredible artistic talent um all the time. I mean, we have been for two decades now. Yeah, it's it, and, it, and uh, it, I mean, and people are these people are continuing to work. So it's just, you know, piling uh, like this. It's a massing of just like, well, more and more incredible people continuing to make more and more incredible stuff. Um, I don't know. That's it for the awards. 2020 was a very challenging year. Um, still, there's still you look at, you know, we looked at our book club book of the year and like there's still a lot of good stuff out there. And uh-huh. It's all just the the filtering it through, I don't know, media. Trying to find it is largely it. It's like a lot of times it's getting it to the right um, curator, I guess. And I think that's a lot of time I'm trying to get, finding someone who can share the, the best art. Um, I think in the, in the, you know, we always do this in our first few months of the, of the year. We always catch up with best of lists and we end up reading really incredible stuff. That's what, you know, like... We read the first. We read Why Art, which was our first Eleanor Davis book because of that, you know. And then we, I saw Hard Tomorrow came out. We read that too. Um, I'm excited for more books. I'm excited for a better year, hopefully. Mm. Cross my fingers. God forbid it gets worse. Oh my God, yeah. Um, but that's it for the awards. Uh, next episode, we'll be back to our book club and we'll be reading Something Is Killing the Children, which is uh, written by James Daniel the Fourth, pencils by Werther Deladera. It's a book I've heard a lot of hype about, so and it's uh wanted to check it out. I'm reading the first two volumes. Read along with us if you'd like. Um 
That'll do it for us today. You can find us online at handsboyscomicshour.com. Find links to everything there, our Facebook, Twitter, RSS feed. Uh, if you like the show, please subscribe and give us a good review on whatever podcast service you use. It helps us out. We really appreciate it. Um, you can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Darman, and you can read my horror novels um, on Amazon. The newest novel is Splatterfest. It's a slasher whodunit uh, set in a horror film convention, and all the celebrities get picked off one by one. You can probably dedicated it to the world's handsomest man. I did. You hey Eric, I meant to ask you this. Did you catch John Silver mm-hmm. today? He used to, he he called himself a handsome boy. I know. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. I noticed that too. Mm-hmm. My website's broken. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Well, uh, Eric, where can they find you and your things online? Well, you can't go to ericzgoodnight.com right now, but uh, Free Will Unlimited appears to still exist. Uh, so you can go to that. Uh, I'll have to fix ericzgoodnight.com. It needed an overhaul anyway. Um, but you can see my media on the various social media services, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Uh, I'm known on all as easy Goodnight. Um, really that's about it. You can expect to find Eric Z Goodnight soon. I hope. <laughs> Uh, with that, we'll call it a day. Have, uh, have a good one. Rock and roll. <laughs>